listening to I Believed What? Hey, I'm Jill Solo. During this podcast, we'll be exploring Christianity and its Semitic tales of power-hungry rulers who used the biblical God to uphold their laws and all about the laws they broke. Each podcast is mulled and sifted over by me, Jill Solo, a professional ex-Christian. I'm not agnostic. I'm not atheist. I'm pretty spiritual now. But anyway, I used to be a creationist, a homeschooler, a mom to over five blessings that I raised as warriors for Christ. Yeah, I submitted my entire soul to the God of the Bible, the New and Old Testament. My faith was in Him. I set all my needs, my hopes, my fears, my sins, all of them at the foot of the cross. I believed God wouldn't give me more than I could handle. I even placed Him in control of my womb. Five babies, a set of twins, and one more at the end of my fertile years, and I started having questions about the church that I gathered with. Then I started questioning what I accepted as true. I hope to bring to light the American Christian's beliefs. No matter the grit, no matter the cringe, all for your entertainment. I hope to make you smile and even laugh with me at my preposterous beliefs and the justifications that I gave them. This is exciting. Let's dig in. Jesus, 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 sweetest name I know, fills my every longing, keeps me singing as I go. What I want to say about Jesus. So, Jesus was a man who came back to his home villages and neighborhoods or whatever, and he had a lot of knowledge. I mean, he knew his shit. As we talked about in our last podcast, episode, uh, I did the bromance and I been kind of mulling over it, thinking about how Jesus knew his shit. Don't worry, I'm not reconverting. I'm pretty much deprogrammed here. Um, but the thought of Jesus being a, a guru really kind of made me stop and think. Like, he, he knew all of the rules of the Pharisees and the scribes. Not just the Pharisees and the scribes, but he knew what they followed. He knew their rules, which were Old Testament rules. And he pointed out shit they did. And he did shit they did. Basically saying, don't say, do as I say, not as I do. And I just kind of been, I've just kind of been thinking about how he, he performed these miracles. Well, when I've been searching through um, Buddhist teachings and, and Taoist and, and Hindu and just seeing how the chakras line up 
and open up and supposedly you can do these things that, well, Jesus did. It's kind of freaky. It's really rather freaky. It's freaky to think that right there in plain sight, there's shit that we don't know. And a lot of it. You know, the Bible calls them miracles and mysteries. And they are mysteries and miracles, damn it. But they're not being performed by the Hebrew God. They're just being performed by people using the oneness of our worlds, of our universe. Sorry about that, I had to pause it for a second. I had a knock on the door and an inquisitive child. Um, yeah, this, this thought of him having all these capabilities, like the, the glowing face, if you will, and supposedly all the saints had that. When they do drawings and paintings, their, their heads are glowing. Why? And thinking about, like, the, the peanut pineal gland, I think that's what it's called. It is actually encased in bits of crystal. It's in the center of our heads. It's a mystery. The fact that when I went to my therapist, or my, I'm sorry, my psychiatrist, and I said, look, I see life in a totally new way of seeing things. I'm, I don't know. It feels like what some people call an awakening. And he said, it's like something crystallized in you, Alexis. Damn it, I just told you my real name. I'm Jill Solo, not Alexis. But anyway, he said, I can, you know, I, I can understand things differently with clarity. Something crystallized in me. It's, it's all very mysterious. And then Jesus, you know, performing his miracles. Turning water into wine. Feeding the multitudes. Floating up into heaven. Levitating on water. These are all things that gurus have been doing for centuries. Miracles, manifestations, magic. That's what the church tried to stamp out 2,000 years ago. And now it's rearing its beautiful head again. And it's swooping out. And it's being lovely. And call me crazy, I don't know. I might be crazy, but... I don't think I am. I've been told by professionals that I'm not. That my way of thinking is not flawed. It isn't twisted and crazy. That to think that we know everything and that everything that is has always been is arrogant. It's 
It's flawed. We know nothing. Scientists are taking samples of soil and microbes on planet Mars because they want to see if the same building blocks there are the same here. The theory of relativity means that we are all related. I don't know if that's ever really hit home with everybody. There is a oneness. For anyone to assume that other people are lower than them, are lesser than them, damn it, we're the same. We're one dot of energy rolling on a big ball of energy, surrounded by other big balls of energy, in a great cluster of balls of energy. We don't understand anything. And I don't know all the details to this, but Neil deGrasse Tyson was speaking with another scientist, and they discovered that there's some coding in our microbes, in our body, and it's zeros and ones, just like binary code that was invented in the 1940s. I think this picture is a lot bigger than we think. I think Jesus was just another person on this great big ball of energy. And he figured out the ways that the electricity in Hinn would line up with the, the ways that the electricity lines up on this planet. <coughs> Excuse me. With faith, he was able to do anything. And it's funny, because as a kid, when I played make-believe, I had full faith in everything I did, and I did it. And anything in my life that I've said, I'm going to do that, and thought that with all faith, I've done it. This phone in my hand, I thought, I want a Samsung Galaxy 5 four years ago. S model for sport, because I loved running at the time. And uh, I'm taking that up again, by the way. I have this phone. This phone was a thought in a man's mind. He drew it. He made it. He manifested it. Anything that you think of can be made if you make it, if you work at it, if you create it. What I'm trying to say, I guess, is that after thinking about Jesus a lot, I came to the conclusion that it really doesn't matter if he was God's son or not. If he was of Jewish heritage and went through the lineage back down to Adam and Eve, fine. It doesn't matter. He's of the Hebrew God's lineage. And if he wants to be part of that, so be it. I kind of am under the impression that he didn't like to be worshipped. 
and that he, you know, washed his disciples' feet. He played as an equal and he treated others as equals and that's how we should be treating each other, damn it. He sounds like he was a pretty cool guy. And I, I have no reason to make fun of him. I have no reason to worship him. But I do have all reason to say that as a human being, he was an equal. He was valid. He was good. Just like me. Just like you. There's nothing wrong with him. Sounds like he was a pretty cool guy. On the other hand, I do have a sick feeling in my stomach when I think about the way that Christians talk about him. And I recall my very zealous parents, or self-righteous is probably the better word. Excuse me, I have to pause it again. I don't remember what I was saying. I got interrupted. I'm sorry. What was I saying? Uh, Jesus. Jesus. Okay. That he, he is portrayed through the churches as some, someone who will come down and save us all. And to me, that's so sad. It's so very sad. Because I placed so much hope and so much time on hoping for him to come and whisk us away from this evil world. And instead of enjoying everything there is to offer on this earth, I hid from it in fear. And I wasted time in my life doing that. And that's sad. It's really sad. It's sad when I see someone just toiling and suffering because I know what that's like and the empathy inside me outpours. But I feel their pain for real deep inside, just like Jesus did. <laughs> I think he was an empath. I think he was amazing. He had to have been amazing. And confident, very confident, wasn't he? Let that be a lesson to us. Confidence gets you somewhere, damn it. It wasn't like it's bragging, but he wasn't insecure. Oh, I don't know if I can do this. Can I, here, take this spit and put it on your eyes and maybe you'll be healed. I don't know. What I do know is I've been rambling long enough and if this was interesting to you, I say thank you for listening. If this was not interesting to you, I'm sorry. But fuck you. <laughs> Be well. Talk to you next time. Hey, I'm glad you listened to my podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, I know this one really didn't go anywhere, but I was just thinking really hard, and I wanted to share those thoughts. Um, 
if you like this podcast and you're interested in my story a little bit more, I have another podcast called Dolly Mama. And you can find that on most platforms for podcasts. D-A-L-A-I space M-O-M-M-A. Dolly Mama. And then if you're interested in checking out my my website, it is dollymama.org. Jill Solo can be reached at jillbelieveswhat at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, please like, rate, and subscribe to this podcast. I really, really want to keep doing it. And if you have any suggestions, I'd love to hear them. If I don't hear back, or if you don't hear back from me, I wonder. (laughs) Okay. Be well.